0: Hello everyone. Today we would begin with the chapter 3rd of Bhagavad Gita, that is Karma Yoga. In the second chapter, the Lord praised self knowledge right from the beginning and criticized the Karma Kanda of the Vedas. Thereafter, he asked Arjuna to do the karma. This created a serious doubt in Arjuna and the third chapter begins with this doubt. Arjuna asked Lord Krishna, O Lord, you seem to confuse me by contradictory statements. Tell me one, knowledge or karma, which will lead me to moksha. Bhagwan answers that there are two lifestyles called karma yoga that is social life, and jnana yoga secluded life. One can choose any one of them as a householder or as a monk, but there is no choice between karma and knowledge. Whatever lifestyle one chooses, one has to follow relevant karma for purity. Then pursue knowledge to discover the freedom that is one's true nature. Of these two lifestyles, Krishna gives preference to social life throughout the Gita. In the Upanishads, we find the latter emphasized. Choice depends on the maturity of the seeker. From text 4th to 7th, Krishna condemns inaction and praises an alert and active life. Inaction should be avoided because, first, neither purity nor knowledge can be achieved by that. Second, desires force one to act and inaction will be a suppression. And the last, a mind without occupation will be idle. It will brood over sense pleasures. Such a hypocritical mind will soon fall When we follow the teachings of the Lord it becomes a gesture of our appreciation for all the gifts and blessings that the Lord has bestowed upon us Thus, our work becomes a worship or loving offering to God. It purifies the mind also. Karma Yoga is necessary to maintain the harmony of the universe upon which we are dependent. The working of the universe. Being a cyclic process with the human beings as its important link, one must be aware of one's responsibility. Thus, Karma Yoga is only the duty of a responsible citizen of the world. One who does not discharge it proves himself or herself to be an immature human being. The 30th text summarizes karma yoga, giving five conditions number one, keep the spiritual goal, number two, offer all actions to the lord number 3 don't be concerned about the result number 4 be free from possessiveness and the last number 5 be calm those who are in krishna consciousness are naturally reluctant to engage in material sense gratification. But those who are not in such consciousness should follow the rules and regulations of the revealed scriptures. Unrestricted sense enjoyment is the cause of material engagement but to follow the rules and regulations of the revealed scriptures does not become entangled by the sense objects. For example, sex enjoyment is a necessity for the condition sold and sex enjoyment is allowed under the license of marriage ties. According to scriptural injunctions, one is forbidden to engage in sex relationships with any other women other than one's wife. All other women are to be considered as one's mother or sister. But in spite of such injunctions, A man is still inclined to have sex relationships with other women. This goes to other women also. The rules are same for men and women. These propensities are to be curbed. Otherwise, they will be stumbling blocks on the path of the self-realization. As long as the material body is there, the necessities of the material body are allowed, but under rules and regulations. Therefore, any attachment for regulated senses must be avoided by all means but attachment to Krishna consciousness or acting always in the loving service of Krishna detaches one from all kinds of sensory activities. In Srimad Bhagavatam, the Supreme is defined as the origin of everything therefore the origin of lust is also in the supreme or transformed into krishna consciousness or in other words desiring everything for krishna then both lust and wrath can be spiritualized hanuman the great servitor of Lord Rama exhibited his wrath by burning the golden city of Ravana. But by doing so, he became the greatest devotee of the Lord. Thus in text 38, Lord Krishna said, As fire is covered by smoke, as mirror is covered by dust or as the embryo is covered by the womb. The living entity is similarly covered by different degrees of this lust. In the text 41, the Lord advised Arjuna to regulate the senses from the very beginning so that he could curb the greatest sinful enemy, lust, which destroys the urge for self-realization and specific knowledge of the self. Bhagavad Gita gives us the general and specific knowledge of the self. The living entities are... Parts and parcels of the Lord and therefore they are simply meant to serve the Lord. This consciousness is called Krishna consciousness. So from the very beginning of life one has to learn this Krishna consciousness and thereby one may become fully Krishna conscious and act accordingly. Nonetheless, Krishna consciousness is so powerful that even a late beginner can become a lover of God by following the regulative principles of devotional services. So from any stage of life, or from the time of understanding its urgency, one can begin regulating the senses in Krishna consciousness, devotional service of the Lord, and turn the lust into love of Godhead, the highest perfectional stage of human life. This third chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, is conclusively directive to Krishna consciousness by knowing oneself as the eternal servitor of the Supreme Personality of Godhead without considering impersonal voidness the ultimate end in the material existence of life one is certainly influenced by propensities for lust and desire for dominating the resources of material nature. Desire for overloading and for sense gratification is the greatest enemy of the conditioned soul. One may not give up work and prescribe duties all of a sudden. But by gradually developing Krishna consciousness, one can be situated in a transcendental position without being influenced by the material senses and the mind. Be steady intelligence directed toward one's pure identity. This is the sum total of this chapter. In the immature stage of material existence, philosophical speculations and artificial attempts, to control the senses by the so-called practice of yogic postures can never help a man towards spiritual life. He must be trained in Krishna consciousness by higher intelligence. Thus, we end the third chapter of Bhagavad Gita in the matter of karma yoga or the discharge of one's prescribed duty in Krishna Consciousness. Stay tuned, thank you.